still back at the Artichoke Music Cafe this week for a special occasion, the final day as executive director for Bob Howard. He's retiring. There's a new head honcho in charge. His name is Paul K. Ward. Bob shepherded Artichoke's move from Hawthorne to Powell Boulevard and guided it through the pandemic. Not an easy job. The cafe is crowded today. Bob refers to several of the people here without telling us who they are. That's okay. We recorded this last Tuesday, and by now, he's in Paris. That's France. Let's say farewell to Bob Howard. I'm ready. I just switch this little chromium switch right here. Yeah. We got it. Uh, and oh, we're going to do that too. Uh, it's easier to sync yeah. It's fine. And um, hello, Bob, on your last day? Well, it's actually three days after my last day, Tom. Well, what are you doing here? I'm reveling <laughs> in the, the, the joy. Three days? Three days. Well, what? no, let me count. It was last Thursday. Huh. That at, at what, 437, Paul? Really? Yeah. Wow. How did that happen? Why did that happen? I mean, what, what, well, what happened on that day? That, that, that well, official? here's what happened. Yeah? Is that we elected Paul Ward... Ah. the executive director. Then we elected him to the board of directors. And then we nominated and elected him to the president of the board. Ah. And then we, um, he asked at the end of, of that, you know, with a straight face, can I also be the artistic director? <laughs> and we said, you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. There's a, there's a great movie. Uh, I believe it was, um, oh, it might have been Sam Shepard, but there was a, a, a movie where uh, it was about making a movie. And uh, they, they needed some guy to throw in some money or something to do something. And they said, hey, listen, just make him executive, make him executive producer. <laughs> they love that. <laughs> well, that. Well, you know what Gary did to me? He just made me the director of craft services. Oh, which means you get to serve the coffee. And Well, I didn't know what it means, but all he told me, Bob, this is a top-line expense. <laughs> so after all those things happened, they, you, then, then they fired you. Well, they didn't fire me. I mean, they knew I was retiring. <laughs> I was replaced. Ah. Uh. But then, the next day, I was still, I, and by the way, I'm still on the board uh-huh. until the 30th of June. Huh. And the rest of the, I mean, two of the board members, Robert Owen and Tom Swearingen, you know, the cowboy poet, he's not associated, he is associated with Artichoke, but you've got to do an interview with him or okay. a conversation. Okay. He's a nationally award-winning uh-huh. poet. He goes to Elko, Nevada every year. <laughs> to, Why would anyone want to go there? Well, because it's the heart <laughs> of the Ruby Mountains. I see. You know, all the Basque sheep herders in the world lived there, or else they lived at French Glen. I must say, I have never had the urge to go visit Basque sheep herders. Well, my lawyer at PG&E, when I was in a, um, well, I won't call this not a professional career, but when I was in a corporate career, uh-huh. was a Basque sheep herder's son. <laughs> and he went to Hastings Law School. Uh-huh. And he'd go home. Every, you know, to back to, to Elko, where he grew up. And, you know, his, his grandfather paid for his education. 
And his grandfather would hand him cash, $3,000, so he could go back and pay his tuition at Hastings. Huh. Well, if, I mean, that would interest me if I was, that's the, that would be the only thing that would interest me in, in going to visit Basque sheep herders. Right. If they're going to hand me $3,000. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go back to the beginning here, which is how long have um, you been here? I joined... Um, I became the treasurer and a volunteer uh -huh. um, in um, October of 2016. 2016. And was, was Artichoke still on, on, on Hawthorne then? Oh, uh, yeah. Huh. But, you know, Richard and Jim had sold the building Yeah. by that time. Mm -hmm. And Jim had been doing a, you know, he's a management consultant. And I'm, I love Jim and I love Richard. But he was taking the what was left of the board yes. through a, a a strategic planning process. Which means? Which means that they were kind of looking at their belly buttons, you know, for oh. about six months, and I they see. hadn't figured out where they were going to go. Oh. And they were running through a little negotiating strategy, you know, to build um, to <laughs> to try to get a rent credit uh -huh. um, from the. Uh, the commercial um, guy. I mean, he was, a, he was an investor, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, at best, we were going to get rent at $7,000 a month. That's uh -huh. what they were offering if we wanted to stay. Yeah. So they all had, you know, their, um, well, they were worried. Uh -huh. And, um, well, and Betsy Langston, who is a, a good friend of ours, um, she'd been, you know, trying to get me involved because I was heading a, a music program in North Portland mm -hmm. for Dennis, our current president. And um, they wanted, you know, to be involved in the program. But by the time, you know, they got this stuff, they said, you know, we need somebody to, go, to negotiate mm -hmm. or find us another place. Hmm. And so that's when I started. That's what I was doing. Wow. By the end of that summer yeah. or that um, let's see, that's 2016. By the end of the year, I'd, we'd found a place. This place? This place. Okay. And it was only because Kim Davis, who had just retired from the board, um, you know, saw the four rent sign on this <laughs> building. Uh -huh. Because, Gary, I've got, in Dropbox, Paul, I've got a whole file of every place we looked at. And Gary was there with us. And there was nothing to be found that didn't wouldn't have cost us three hundred thousand dollars to um, do the you know to build it out right mm -hmm. and oh my God we were in a world of hurt hmm. and so I showed him this building mm -hmm. and by the way our our landlord is a pack rat really yeah <laughs> you can't even walk through he's his he owns half the building and that's he's a um, um, you know, real estate investment. Yeah. He's been buying and selling houses since he was 17 years wow. old. Okay. So every tool he ever bought, every forklift that he ever bought, ev there's, an, there's a Harley Davidson in there. It's <laughs> like a, from the 30s. <laughs> and he had all that shit in here. Uh -huh. And it was stacked to the ceiling wow. in here. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I brought the board over here. I brought you over here, right, Gary? You were there. You know, and I thought, I looked at this, I saw the high ceilings, and, you know, I said, you know, this is it. And the rent huh? was 42, no, $4,700 a month. 
$12 a foot, you know, triple net. And, you know, um, they looked at it and they said, well, what the fuck are we going to do with this stuff, right? (laughs) And, you know, and I said, well, look, we can, I mean, there is nothing to do, you know, to this space. Yeah. Little, I mean, famous last words. But, you know, if you try to do this supermarket up the street, up, it was up Powell, right? Um, I'm looking at Gary over yeah. there. Gary for. It was on Sandy. It was right. Oh yeah, right. It's okay. Right. All right. Anyway, keep going. Point was, point was, <laughs> um, you know, I, everything was built out. I mean, all yeah. we had to do was fill in the gaps. Uh-huh. You know, and the first estimate of, you know, the build out was eighty thousand dollars. Uh huh. Right. Then we started the permitting process. Oh boy. <laughs> well. It wasn't bad at the end of the day. It added, it added um, $40,000 mm-hmm. because they were telling me I had to put two bathrooms in this room, mm-hmm. which was a non-starter. Yeah. So I traded the second bathroom and cut a hole <laughs> through the wall, 12 inches of concrete, uh-huh. and um, the rest is history. <laughs> so that was my first job. Wow. And then they gave me the title of Chief Operating Officer and Treasurer. Uh-huh. And so, uh, how long did it take you to get this place in shape? Uh, um, all right, from the day that we got the permit, in, mm-hmm. um, uh, okay, so we moved in, and we started, we moved into the cafe, and we had our first show here on October 1, and we started on April 1. Wow. So that was... What? What is that? Seven months? Eight months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight months. But we were, we were supposed to, um, you know, we were st- supposed to start paying rent at the full rent on um, July for, um, actually May first. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so the first thing we got done was the cafe because we had Dan Weber, and um, I know her name because she's still touring. Um, wonderful person, mostly on the Northwest Coast. Can you remember who it was with Dan? It doesn't matter. I, I know. But anyway, <laughs> we did our show. We were, you know, in here, it was pretty much done. We didn't have the stage yet because mm-hmm. that was a whole nother project. <laughs> but the store had been open since we moved in, wow. um, what, probably May. Yeah. You know, fortunately, it was, but then the school term was starting on, um, on September 9th. 2017 the school here the school here yeah and we still had not drywalled the classrooms upstairs <laughs> and but that got finished like in october yeah, yeah. so you know we, that's we've been here yeah basically in the space you know um um since august of 2017 wow so when when you when, when you took over um did your vision of what artichoke should be was it any different from from the previous proprietors absolutely not it was still um you know making everyday music for everyone yeah right there Uh so there was not a change all the volunteer i mean primarily at that we we were working at that time with volunteers there was no paid employees except Uh for the people that were working in the store um but um but and and it didn't miss a beat you know because everything that we put in here looks like what it was except you know we couldn't we we lost about 10 or 15 seats huh yeah yeah 
but you know the feel of the room and everything like that they uh -huh. couldn't believe it yeah and they couldn't believe this room turned out like this yes yeah i mean and by uh -huh. the way the acoustics mm -hmm. are a lot better here really yeah wow i mean it's scary yeah that that did that but the other thing was is that there's one of our favorite um sound techs is a guy named michael henchman mm -hmm. and he once came up to me and he looked at me like bob this room is a what did he say gary it was this room is an is a parabola and it's an <laughs> infinitely resonant huh. room i mean anyway there's a word for it i'm not saying it right because i don't know my ass from a hot rock but when it comes to sound but this uh -huh. the acoustics in here are amazing uh -huh. Uh -huh. what did uh, what, what role did kate and steve play in all this they were my kitchen cabinet yeah you know i who somehow i found their phone number <laughs> and i called them up mm -hmm. and i said um hey I'm Bob, I'm the new executive director. Do you mind if I come over? Or can we get together for <laughs> coffee? And, um, you know, sure enough, they said, yeah. And then from that day on, you know, you know their, their favorite song is their kitchen waltz. I mean, that is a crazy, I was waltzing yeah. in their kitchen huh. at least every four weeks uh -huh. until, you know, talking about, I mean, good God, you have Kate and Steve or Kate or Steve tell you, you know, what it was like to have Bob in the house in the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, has it hit you yet? What? That you're, gonna, that you're not going to do this anymore? Yeah, absolutely. Really? I mean, there is not a shred of paper that in my home office yeah. that has anything to do with artichoke music. <laughs> I mean, Paul's got it all. <laughs> I will have Paul in to do a coffee shop conversation in a, co in a few weeks yeah. after he gets his feet on the ground. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, he's already got his feet on the ground. Well, I know, but I have to say that. I know. I mean, I'm just telling you. I, but you should. He's yeah. an amazing person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So what are you going to do? I'm going to take care of my grandbabies. Are Can they, I send I, you some? Oh, I, no, I can't do that. Are they here? my daughter would kill. There's one here. Yeah. Freya, uh -huh. Freya Jane uh -huh. Flanagan is here in town. I drive up every day from my house at, at 3.30 to walk the dog. Yeah. Her dog. <laughs> and he's the coolest dog. <laughs> he's lucky that he survived the first year because he was a pill. Oh. And I kept telling him, he's, he's better than my Brittany. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's a good dog. So who's, whose daughter is she? It's Pam's. Okay. We're a blended family. She that's, had that's, one, that's your daughter, Pam. That's my wife. Your wife's daughter. Right. Okay, that's, fine. You know, she gotcha. has two daughters. Gotcha. I have one daughter. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you going to get to the other ones? Well, I'm, when I leave uh, tomorrow morning yeah. at 545, I'm flying to Boston, and then I'm taking a plane down to Richmond where they just moved because they were supposed to be there in Boston when I stopped on my way to France. But, of course, they moved. Anyway, so you, well, I knew it was happening. So you, you had a... You had a you had a ticket to Boston right. that you had to change to... I did not change it. Changing change. airplane yeah, flights yeah, yeah. Gotcha. at this time yeah. is just... Okay. I'm going to say it's, it's friggin' crazy. So you're going to fly to Boston and then fly out of Boston to Richmond. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then I'm going to fly back to Richmond <laughs> and hang out in the Boston airport for eight hours on Sunday night. And then I'm in... If you're I'm lucky. On, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, as long as the flights are there. Yeah. But, 
then I'll fly to France and arrive at, I'll be there at 8 o'clock in the morning. And who's in France? My mother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And how long are you going to be there? I'm going to be there until June 4th. And you won't be doing, and you won't have, you will have nothing whatsoever to do with art. I won't. I mean, you know, the they reason why be. Pam won't go with me to France anymore, because every time <laughs> I was in France for the two weeks from 2017 until last year, I mean, I was calling Arietta Ward at three o'clock in the morning. Um, she wasn't even awake, but she'd take the call last year. And there was always something I was doing and yeah. I couldn't do. And so, you know, Mike, for you know for the i mean pam just wouldn't go anymore huh. you know <laughs> and i mean of course it's it works perfectly because i'm there um and um i get back from my mom's at at you know four o'clock in at, in the afternoon and things are just starting here right so i can start calling and raising hell <laughs> or doing something you know and um i was doing that <laughs> So I'm hoping my wife will go back to France with me sometime. <laughs> so I'm practicing this trip. <laughs> okay, so how did Artichoke survive the pandemic? Mm. Well, um, Gary and Gary. Gary Furlow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, the, after the... People may not know who he is. Well, he's our executive producer. Yeah. Everything that happens here is Gary. Yeah, I know In that. fact, yeah, <laughs> I know. You know him. I mean... He is amazing. Yeah. And he was stuck by me, thick and thin. Uh-huh. Not a dime, you know, yeah. did he take. And um, so what was the key thing that helped you guys survive the pandemic? Well, the first thing, <laughs> I'm not going to name names, but um, the first thing that happened was, you know, I sent out the note, we're closed, we have no idea when we're opening. Right. And it was a, I think it was a pretty well-structured note. I don't know if you remember reading it, but, um, you know, mm -hmm. I said, you know, and, and by the way, we need your help. Mm -hmm. and, um, and PayPal just lit up, you know, mm -hmm. the, I mean, and so, which for us it lit up, you mm -hmm. know, I think by the, you know, end of the first week, we had $10,000 in PayPal. Wow. Yeah. So that paid that month's rent. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so it's not quite a long story. I'll, I will cut it short a it's little okay. bit. But, um, and then, you know, we needed more money. Mm -hmm. So again, how do you, how do you, you know, get people to give you more after they just give you a bunch? Mm -hmm. And it, the doors were closed. And the doors were closed. The store and the cafe. The store and the cafe. Okay. I was working from home. Gary was yeah. working from home. Yeah. Nobody was in here. It was right. dark. Right. Um, and, um, um, the, and so the second letter was a month later and I said I, I sent the note and the purpose of the note was to say you know our fixed costs are $7,500 a month mm -hmm. you know and we've got no income um, so you know I know I can't tell you when we might open you know it, it wasn't hadn't even peaked yet in, yeah. in uh, the virus in April, but you know, if there's any hope, you know, we I gotta I gotta I gotta cover that nut. Yeah. You know, for a couple of more months, mm -hmm. and I got this call um, through PM on Facebook huh. after I I said that, and this was something I'll tell you that was. Um, you know, somebody who'd come through town was, you know, lived in Palo Alto, uh -huh. um, was a great singer songwriter. Um, I, 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 
I mean, I looked up the name when the PM came in and I saw that, you know, a year and a half before she and her partner uh-huh. had been through here huh. and did a show. Huh. And I, did, I won't tell you how many people were at the show, but, you know, <laughs> but why not? And, um, <laughs> just I'm not going to tell you. OK. Uh, you know, not because because it it under um, um, estimate what her talent is, as I think okay. I want to say. It. OK. Um, and so um, anyway, she PM me and she said, um, hey, how can I help? And I said, you can help me pay the rent. Um, <laughs> and and um, she said, well, uh, I mean, call me, gave me your cell phone. number, uh-huh. And she asked. So I called her. And by that time, I had looked her up. I'd listened to her music. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you, we should have her come by, mm-hmm. you know, because she does come through here. Her partner lives in Seattle. Mm-hmm. That's her music partner. Gotcha. Right. He's married. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, um, she asked me on the uh, and so I was saying, you know, your music is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the variety. It was the scope of genres. Mm-hmm. She could sing a song from the, the um, you know, the American songbook. Mm-hmm. She could sing a song, you know, from the folk music, you mm-hmm. know, the singer-songwriter. Um, it was amazing to mm-hmm. listen to. So then, you know, she, she asked me, how much is the rent? I said, it's $5,000 a month. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a check for two months. Whoa. Yeah. I'm wow. going, okay, I'm at June. And then, of course, in June, yeah. PPP came out. Yeah. And I got, you know, PPP. And then, you know, it, about the middle of June, Kate's saying, you know, it was moving fast, the recovery. And she'd been, you know, you know, everybody had been busting her chops. We shouldn't be closed. you got to open up. Right. And so we reached stage two. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, you know, I went crazy. I actually, I knew I couldn't get the volunteers back, but I hired a bunch of people. Right. You know, that was um, uh, not the best thing I ever did. And you were there. Yes. Um, And um, so, but by July 16th, you know, the whole thing had collapsed again. Yes. And, you know, I had no choice. You know what happened. And then by, because by, I mean, what I was looking at by July 16th. You had to shut everything down again. I had to shut everything down again. Yeah. You know, and so. I was looking at June 5th, I mean, just that day after, I was calculating the cash, and I had (laughs) $5,000, you know, in the bank, enough to pay rent. (laughs) So I called my landlord, and I said, you know, any way you'd give me a pass for this month. Uh And he gave me a pass for two months. Wow. And then we got the CRF funds, thanks Uh to Jim Brunberg Mm -hmm. and David Likens. Mm -hmm. Am I pronouncing that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because they formed the IVC. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got we got a, a, a night enough to get us through the end of the month, huh. paying rent and just with Gary and I twiddling our thumbs. Wow! And so this is what happened then. But that was that was September. Are yeah, you, you had you actually had a, a festival in here that you had to cancel. Yeah, yeah. But that was in the in in August. It was scheduled for the last Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. In 2020. Yes. <laughs> that was after Delta. Right. And we started to come after that. Right. You know, so I'm I don't even know what the variant was, you know, but basically by September I had five thousand dollars. You listen to this, Paul? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had five thousand dollars and in the bank and I got the abatement, got through, you know, um September and you know, Jim, you know, had 
you know, formed IVC, and then we got the, uh, the, the CRF. That's, That's Independent a, Venue Coalition. Right, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think my candidate for governor is Jim Brunberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, anyway, he, we got the cash. We got enough money to pay for rent and, um, you know, and insurance, you know, yeah. because rent's not the whole thing. In right. Insurance and um, um, electric bills and, um, you know, water bills will kill you right. here. We got enough money to do that. We got to the end of the month. We cleared the money that we got, you know, from those expenses. In fact, I got to claw back huh. the rent because, you know, it was four. 2020 yeah and i got to claw back the rent that we paid and count that against the money wow from from april mm -hmm. to september when mm -hmm. we got the money and so so you know once i got to that point at the in the middle of september um i you know i'm sitting there twiddling my thumbs and you know everybody in the you know, music world, but the, the nonprofit music world is gasping for air. They don't know how they're going to do anything. So I wrote a letter and I got, I, I called each of the, of the um, music societies in Portland. Mm -hmm. I wrote a letter to Cascade Blues Association. I mm -hmm. wrote a letter to the Portland Guitar Society. I wrote a letter to, because in that period of time before that, Gary and I, so we could keep asking money, we started in our newsletter, you know, producing some of our old shows, you know, once mm -hmm. a month we'd have a featured artist. Mm -hmm. Those are good films. And so I'd send a newsletter with the featured artist and then I'd ask him for more money, mm -hmm. you know, and we'd get more money, um, you know. And so that was going on. And so we realized that we, well, <laughs> and you probably remember the town hall and the meeting as we were coming away. And, and, and that was when I was, you know, my decibel level was, you know, and end of, we were talking about how we created a production studio and mm -hmm. we're going to, you know, broadcast to the world. Right. And, and um, so, you know, we still had that, but I was a little bit more um, sanguine, if you will. Is that gotcha. the right word? Yes. You know, yeah. I was a little more sanguine. So I had written these guys and I wrote the Portland Folk Music Society. Mm -hmm. I wrote the Bluegrass Society. I didn't, you know, I, I, I didn't know about jazz. I didn't write the Jazz Society, but I've since become friends with him because you had Chris Doss on the, one mm -hmm. of your coffee shop conversations, yep. and I met Chris. But I still, you know, it wasn't in our wheelhouse. So guess who responded to the call? And I talked to each of them mm -hmm. and, and made a pitch. I mean, Greg, Sim, um, Slim Lively, right. called us up and said, jeez. And I think Shelly was behind it, uh -huh. but she called us up and said, hey, gosh, you know, we haven't been able to do one of our monthly meetings, yeah. you know, for six months and we're dying in the water. Right. We got to we got to stay connected. And so that's when it started. Huh. And, you know, we did a, we produced a monthly virtual meeting for the Cascade Blues Association for the next 13 months. And wow. we did their. Yeah you know um road to memphis mm -hmm. you know contest mm -hmm. i was actually a judge <laughs> you know um i've you, done that yeah <laughs> well i mean who would ask me to be a judge what do i know but anyway well. shelly did um because <laughs> she wanted us to videotape it right and, you know do that so right. yeah i'm all in and that's where i met brad bleat right the the brad beacon street blight sorry brad um and you know beacon street titans raised a, just raised a thousand dollars for us wow what couple of weeks ago really? yeah um and there was dancing nice in artichoke you know they pushed nice. they sign they um what do you call it they uh, uh 
serendipitously pushed aside the tables. Um, which only only happened once, and that was with the Carpathian, whatever express, you know, Jack Fault and Michelle Laney and all that. Uh, yeah. They there were no tables mm -hmm. in the room for that, mm -hmm. but that was pre-COVID. Um, were you there for that, Gary? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> so um, anyway, so we did those thirteen shows, and you know, got through it, and then we got our SV, SVOG loan. What's that? That's the Save Our Venues loan, again, gotcha. that, that Jim Brunberg was yeah. instrumental in getting Amy Kovishar to yeah. push that through. Yeah. Um, and then, um, and that was because we elected Joe Biden. And, you know, of course, when Joe was, got, you know, into office, he pushed that bill through. Mm -hmm. You know, $900 million that had. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, thank God. Um, and um, that, the rest is history. Huh. Except. Yes. Except. Um, you know, what we got through three quarters of December and Omicron hit. Yes. Yeah. And that fuck. I didn't have any more funding. Right. You know, we were dead in the water. Yeah. Um, all I had left was <laughs> our EIDL loan, the emergency, you know, whatever, you know, yeah. when there's a hurricane, it's the loans that you get from right. them, which, you know, um, Robert Owen and I were certain that we were not going to spend a dime of that, you uh -huh. know, of that, because unless we had somebody like Paul came in, you know, we're not going to give him a $138,000 mortgage that's 30 years. Right. Right. Even though it was a two and a three quarter interest rate. And so, um, you know, we had we did not have any we weren't at all sure that, you know, we were going to get to the end of the lease yeah. at, after February. Huh. Um, because, um, you know, we weren't producing show what the SVOG was doing for all because you had to spend the money. Yeah. All the SVOG was, was doing is allow you to pay people so you could open again. Right. You know, and everybody was thinking it was going to open mm -hmm. in January because we'd be done. But right. that's not what happened. So you well. went through, um, you know, you got another sucker punch and you were gasping for air. And so I had to let a few people go. We had to consolidate, and yep. then we did the sale. Yep. And, you know, we got enough cash. Well, we, but before we did the sale, um, you know, I, we paid back the $138,000 loan. Wow. Because we weren't going to spend it. Yeah. And I'll be damned if I'm going to go through a dissolution with, right. and it wasn't on my book, my personal book, but right. I, I would be damned if I'm going to go through a dissolution with the state of Oregon, you know, and have that on the book. You know, so we paid it. And so we had, what, $11,000 left in the bank. <laughs> we did the sale. By the end of March, we had op working capital of $30,000. Huh. You know, so there huh. we are. Huh. Sorry, it was so long. When, wh when, did, uh, when was it uh, apparent to you that people were coming back? <laughs> um, you know, did, what that, do you did, that, did that, like, coincide with... The ups and downs. It did coincide with the ups and downs. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, after we opened again in 2021, in July, we sold out every show for a week. Yeah. You know, we sold out Terry Robb. Mm -hmm. We sold out Shauna in her dress, who um, mm -hmm. is a new folk Kerrville winner, and she was doing mm -hmm. her bike tour. We sold, I mean, Renee Burblinger mm -hmm. and Olivia Duffy killed it with their you know with their album release party mm -hmm. and they virtually 
you know, donated half. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Ren- Rene donated his share of the door, mm-hmm. you know, for that concert. So, I mean, we were in hog heaven and we thought we were back. Yeah. But then that was that then Delta hit mm-hmm. and we shut down every show that we booked, including the festival. That's what you were asking. Right. About. Right. You know, we backed out of every one of those commitments, right. you know. And everybody understood it. And we just held on for dear life until October 15th. Well, we said we would just watch, Uh you know, and then, you know, Delta left, let down. And then, you know, um, we started to open again. Yeah. And we did really well. We had the Mm -hmm. holiday show live. Um, We had the Guitar Masters two nights Mm -hmm. and they sold out every show. Mm -hmm. Um, And then boom. So when Paul came along, what did you see in him that you, that, that made you confident he could do the, he could, he could do the job? He got a master an MBA mm-hmm. from the London School of Economics. Mm-hmm. You know, it was part of his. You know, he was at the New York NYU Business School. Yeah, and um, he got a certificate. He spent you know what half his time at the London School of Economics. And of course, you know, I'm an economist. Yeah. So that had a lot of cachet. Yeah. For me, I thought, yeah. you know, yeah. this guy knows his shit. And he's a musician. And he's a musician, a lifelong musician. Yeah. His father was a professor at the University of Richmond, hmm. which is where my nephew <laughs> went to college. Yes. You know, they're 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 my and mascot where where, name. And where your granddaughter is. No. Oh. Well, she well she's in Richmond. Yeah, she just yes. moved there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but you know what the this, the Richmond uh, mascot is? I forget. It's an insect. <laughs> oh, it's a Co- cockroach. It's an arachnid. Arachnid. Uh, okay. It's the spiders. Oh, the Richmond spiders. Yes, that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Very few teams have been named spiders. I don't think there's one. The Cleveland Spiders oh, were a really? baseball team, and they have the worst record in the history of the game. They were around the, the turn of the 20th century, way back, about 100 years, 120 years. Worse than the Orioles? Shut up. <laughs> God. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll never You're leaving. You're supposed to be nice. I, I know. I know. I know. And you've done so much for us. I, well, you know, I mean, we, we had... You know, I wasn't going to go to Beaverton. I wasn't going to follow Catfish Lose well, to Catfish Beaverton. Catfish Lose is doing pretty good. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, yeah. they're good people, and we had a good time doing it. But it was, you know, I mean, uh, it, was 90, it was 90 seconds from where I lived. Right. Their previous location. And I just wasn't going to go to Beaverton. Yeah. Sorry. I know. I know. You've got all you people who live in Beaverton, but it's not my cup of tea. They don't even make coffee? Well, they didn't. Yeah, not your cup no, of they tea. No, made co- they made coffee yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but anyway. you were at the old Catfish Lou's before they moved, weren't you? That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a great di- Portland dive bar. It was a wonderful. Yeah. Day. It had been a strip club. Yeah, it was a strip club. Yeah. And You'll and talk to Jason about stu- that. He oh, might geez. have a few pictures <laughs> from there. <laughs> and they still had the same stage. They still had the same stage. At the old Beaverton. club. No, 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 no. At the old, the old in Northwest. Who's... Who is it? Is anybody in there now? You know, I, I haven't. I have not had any reason to go by there. Right, I know. No, okay. But then there's a great club up there, up the street now. What's it called? Um, from you know, what? Up uh, from the, here? The, the 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 porch, with that used to be the Mexican restaurant, um, up like around 27th and. Um, the original and, and was the original Taco House. 
Yeah. Oh, no, no. You're talking about over in Northwest. I'm talking what? about the Impala. I've not been there because I haven't been anywhere because I've been, I know. I've been, been having surgeries and right. things. You know? I know. But, uh, but that's kind of the new thing. Oh, yeah. well, that's tough. If you're only going to have, well, tough but, to be a, a, a club if you only have music one day a week. But they, <laughs> they're not really a club, but they're a great venue. Okay, you know, good. They, they do line up good. good people there. All right. But anyway, so, um, so you, you, you sound like you got confidence in Paul about, about handing over the keys. There was, he never flinched. Yeah. You know, the due diligence. Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, an MBA for God's sakes. He knows yeah. what that means. Yeah. And, um, you know, we met him through Max Tucker, yeah. who said he's got a project with um, Christopher Brown. Mm-hmm. Right. The, Mel's, uh, Mel's son. As a matter of fact. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I call up Max saying, for a reason I can't say on the radio, but, um, uh, but, and Max says, you know, I, I'm so glad you called. I got a project. We've been talking about you. And um, we'd wonder if you'd want to hold a jazz jam at Artichoke. Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't say, does a bear shit in the woods? I, right. I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. 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 Um, and Shelly was there with me. And they brought along this guy named Paul Ward. Uh-huh. And so, you know, they're trying to book every Saturday right. through the end of the year. Yeah. And Shelly says... Well, we can't book past June. Yeah, right. We're a little, you know, we're yeah. a little uncertain about the future. So we told Paul, you know, he, everybody else had gone. So we told Paul why. And he looked at us and says, well, I might be interested. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I can see there would be a hole there because Ron Steen's a Sunday at right. Clyde's and, uh, you know, uh, that's great. Well, and of course, this is the legacy and training. Right. concept yeah. you know this is for kids uh-huh you know so shelly's been all over town coming up with sponsorships great and that's the first time you know awesome. I, I mean i got two buddies that have, if i asked them for a sponsorship they'd do it but mm-hmm. but you know i really didn't have a formal program mm-hmm. and you know in this town if you're not doing things for kids you know there's no <laughs> money for it <laughs> tell me about it i know <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're the best. You're the best news source for music in this town. Well, you know, we try. And Jim Brunberg won't talk to anybody. Well, he did tell you. me that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. One time he came in here. Yeah. I happened to be there. I witnessed it. Yeah. Well, look. Uh, take it easy. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I expect what'll happen is um, you're going to get bored. Well. Oh no! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's probably. Yeah. You, you can't. You can't do this for that long with the success that you've had to, to keep the thing alive. Because the thing is, it's not a. You know, it's 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 it may not be completely thriving at this point, but it's on the way, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and you know, you pulled it through. And, I did. Uh, and congratulations. Thank you. But you're gonna. You'll be. You have to do something. Well, I'm just going to buy tickets for the show and see if I can't shows and see if I can't get my wife to come with me and get over, you know, what she's been through. And you're going to be you'll probably be performing some, right? Well, you know, um, I if they'll have me, 
<laughs> oh, yes. I, Since you're not the boss anymore, no, oh, no, we can't. Gotta, no, well, we don't have to book him in here anymore because he's not the boss. Exactly. Well, you know, and that was when I started getting booked here. It was yes. when I, you know, the, the first time I got booked was after, you know. But, you know, here's the funny thing. So, yeah, I'm hoping for some bookings. Um, and here's a funny story that I was talking to Richard Moore, uh-huh. you know, the other day. The former owner. No. Oh. No, Richard Moore the, of, of Cal Scott and Richard oh, Moore. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah. And the, um, and the ball, you know, 20 years hosting songwriters, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Cal Scott, uh, uh, an Oregon right. Hall of Famer, right. you know. He's doing his premiere of his new album, you know, his Garage Band album here mm. on September 24th. You ah. got yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Um, and I, but I said to him when he asked me, hey, can you put us down for the 24th of September? I said, maybe I'll put it, you know, I'll pencil it in, but I'm not <laughs> sure we'll be here. And, you know, he didn't yeah. blink, yeah. but, you know, um, so anyway, so I was talking to Richard about it and I said, you know, what my dream is, is, you know, I'd love to be, you know, your guest. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what Richard said? I mean, and I, 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 he was being nice. He said, well, I'll hope it host an open mic and you can come to that. <laughs> I said, oh, geez. I said, I just let it go. I mean, I, you know, that's ow, a, that'd be cool. Le- that'd left, be great. Left-handed compliment. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> he's so cool. He's been trying, he and Cal, Gary and I had the best experience in the world. Last year we got to go to sisters. Yeah. And we, 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 filmed beth Woods segment for mm-hmm. our virtual christmas party mm-hmm. oh my god it was a beautiful day i mean dennis mcgregor and i were in the audience okay so that's the long story short part of it but then um then um god i lost the thread that's okay. sorry Tom. don't worry about yeah. it so the next couple of months we'll still have your 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 footprint I think it'll for, be for, here. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, the, but the I won't be doing anything. I'm just no, an but, advisor. But, but you, but you were involved in booking, right? Weren't you? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. So your your footprint will still, right. still be here. Right. They're for you know these yeah. show, The Western Flyers are going to be here. Yeah. Only only Portland appearance. Yeah. You, you don't know. have to promote them. I know. <laughs> I don't have to promote. Them. <laughs> it's not your job anymore. I know. You can't Shelley's stop. Shelley's got the ball. You can't stop, can you? I know. I can't. <laughs> well, you have to. Well, I know. I won't do it anymore. You're not the boss anymore. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have to, you'll have to do something. You will, you will find yourself in another couple of months going, I'm bored to death. I have to do something. No, I'm just going to start writing songs again. I haven't played the guitar more than, you know, an hour. Yeah. Okay. Gary saw me at last year's song camp, you know? Yeah. Dennis McGregor had this heart to heart with me, and he says, "You got to get up and yeah. do a song." You're a Leo, and you've been in charge, You'll, so you've got you will you will end up having to do something. I will, yeah. Go up and see my granddaughter every day. Yeah, that's not what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Get to go back to France, where my schedule was, you know, before COVID. I was going every six months. Yeah, you know. So, those are the first priorities. All right. Well, look. Thanks a lot for having us all this time, Bob. Thanks for the coffee and the hospitality. Appreciate it. Thank and you. Uh, I hope you find some happiness. That's all. Yeah. In this uh, in this this new page of your existence. <laughs> uh, and um, like we always end these things by saying, "That's entertainment." Thank you. Thank you, Tom.